Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. G.I. Joe Sigma-6, code name for a highly trained special mission force. Its objective, stop Cobra, stop Cobra. Sigma-6, be a hero. G.I. Joe will turn the tide. Be a hero. Sigma-6 is on your side. Be a hero. Be the best of the best. Whenever there's a mission, G.I. Joe is there. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, talking more G.I. Joe Sigma 6. We're going to do a few of these. Like, we're going to crank out a whole bunch of them to really get the feel for it. And um, I don't know. It's starting to, uh, well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. This is knowing is half the podcast. And I am Ray Stacanus. As the person who uh, does the picking of the episodes, it's not, that is not the reason why we're watching a whole bunch of them. It's just that uh, uh, I, I just scheduled a bunch up through our next holiday, which is Father's Day. So. There you go. G.I. Joe. Mix it up. Hmm? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. We did love, a Mother's Day. What do you want? I love should, all holidays. I would love to have a, a, a non-binary parents day, but weirdly, there are no cartoon episodes about that. So not yet. Give it about five more years. Give it about woke. Disney about. will come through for uh, us. Go woke, woke, go Disney. broke. Yeah. Wait, that's, that's a bad thing. <laughs> I only know broke. I've never been not broke. So. Now, wait I a minute. Mean, does does that mean the Fast and the Furious movies are woke by definition because n- no matter what they do, nobody gets kicked out of the family? They're so accepting of other people. Didn't John Cena get kicked out of the family? Well, he was never in the family. A lot of fair. people get kicked out of the family. Sometimes they get brought back into the family. They always get brought. I don't. I, you could literally do anything in a Fast and Furious movie. They will let you into the family. That's my understanding. <laughs> Look, when Hobbs and Shaw worked together, that's how I knew it was it was on. Are those uh, do they not like each other? I mean, no, they do. Chan, see a Fast and Furious movie for gosh sakes. What is I, going on here? I did. I saw the first one. That was it's not, not the same. Yeah, it's that's you know. No. <laughs> Look, I saw the Star Wars holiday special. How much better did it get? <laughs> I mean, the if first, they you shut your mouth, the first Fast and Furious is a delight. Uh, the first yeah. Furious is an absolute delight, but it's also hard to really consider that to be like what Fast and Furious is all about. Oh, is it, it not is, canon? Are, are we retconning it now? It doesn't it exist. Exactly what it's all about. Is it extended they universe? Cars, they like family. That's what it's about. <laughs> That's true. It's the it's you know what it's the soul of what it's all about, but all the edifice around it gets you know uh, expanded upon greatly. This sounds like a pizza commercial. They like cars and they like a family. Join us on the journals. I'm personally offended by this accent you're doing. <laughs> I'm Gina Ippolito. I'm Robert Clark Chan. Now it's out of order and just bad sounding. Oh. Anyway, we're talking about G.I. Joe Sigma 6. This is episode five, and this episode is called Sigma. 
Uh, so for a second, like, uh, so when we got to the end of the episode, I realized this was not the last episode because Chan was complaining about the fact that episode five of Sigma six is called Sigma instead of episode six. In my head, I just assumed there was no episode six. So they were like, well, we got to make we got to name one of them. And we ran out of episodes. But there is another episode. Oh, it, there's 26 it. total episodes of these two seasons. <laughs> Gina. A we're we're a long way to go. Oh, it seems like it was over at the end of this. Am I wrong? Did it not seem like it was over at the end uh, of this? You know what? It felt like the end of like a mini series. But yeah, then it was going to pick up with new episodes. Sure. I, I get that. I get that. No, I, I get feeling like. Uh, it's over and you, you're uh, relieved that you don't have to watch any more of them. <laughs> My gracious. You uh, loved guys, it. I, uh, I, I generally have enjoyed Sigma six so far, but, uh, I'll be honest. I'm starting to see the cracks. <laughs> uh, uh, I actually, I mean, I didn't mind this episode weirdly. Like, like at least it was, at least it was a little bit different. It was, it was, it had memorable parts. Whereas the last episode, I could not tell you what that was about. Wait a minute. I thought the last episode, we all, wait a minute. We just talked about this not long ago. The last episode was generally forgettable, but there were like three memorable parts in it. And I felt that that's what redeemed it. Uh, with Duke fighting invisible Zartan. Uh, no, which is really, really cool. You I know, so there were good moments. All I remember is that the is that the the robot dog can heal itself, and this is the beginning of the end of the world. In this episode, there were like several parts where I was like, "Oh shit, okay, that that just happened, and that was different than what we have been seeing." Because I felt like the first four episodes of this were pretty samey. Okay, uh, this is uh, weird because I really felt like this was the samey episode. So we're gonna have to talk about this as the moments arise. Mm. I remember one thing about this episode well that's one more thing than you usually remember and i hate it (laughs) (laughs) well that's on that tracks that's on brand yeah okay fair enough well the well when last we left our heroes because this has just been one continuous story which i think hasn't helped us differentiate the episodes we said that last time but it still doesn't um the the team is currently on top of a uh, nuclear sub run by destro and uh, cobra and uh, uh, let's see here. Apparently, and this is the thing that really I confused me because they asked the question: Did uh, did the rest of the team get their Sigma suits? Uh, and they're all like, "Yup, we got Sigma suits now." But wasn't that a specific plot point like two episodes ago that only they only had enough Sigma suits for Duke and Snake Eyes? And since that moment, it's not like they've gone back anywhere to retool themselves. So oh. where did all these Sigma suits come from? I do not remember this plot point, and I. Could not care less. <laughs> Welcome to anime or whatever you need. You just have. It's like I mean, a video game. Scientists mm. working furiously. It was so weird because we had a whole thing like, why do Snake Eyes get the suit? He's not. He, you have to go find him and give him the suit. Why don't the rest of us get suits? I don't know. Maybe okay. it's like when you order T-shirts and yeah. despite my protests you get the most uncomfortable stiff ones uh and everyone wants to kill you because no one's gonna wear that shit no one's gonna wear that shit also uh for those of you who are looking for a new ringtone gina saying uncomfortable stiff ones i think is right there for the uh for your just listening pleasure (laughs) 
no editing necessary. Uh-huh. Um, okay, well, they all got them. Uh, there's some fun. There's a fun moment here as the ROCC, the big armored car, is trying to like go through the halls of the of the sub to get through it. But there's like reinforced doors that are closing around them. So first thing, you have to like squeeze through a small hole, and they kind of smash their way through it. So Scarlet gets in the flying uh, vehicle that's part of the rock. Flies yeah, are you telling very- me that this wasn't this wasn't this whole like thing wasn't a thing that made an impression on you? This was different. Flying uh, in a tight space—that's different. And flying down a hallway. Yeah, that's no. Here's crazy. the deal. I did like this. This was very that's, much like a video game. Yeah, that's crazy. Flying down a hallway inside. Where are the parents? <laughs> she's she's flying down and shooting out the doors to weaken them so I the was, rock yes I, I i i was against it uh as she got into her jet i'm like why are you upside down there's absolutely no reason for you to be upside down that was a little weird yeah you, like sure that happened like, in a previous episode that i think is just a they designed it that way so that her boobies yeah. would float yeah, no, well, okay. 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 Okay, now that you put it that way, that makes sense. Yeah. And since she's, so like, they're much better pilots in G.I. Joe, but they're like, uh, no, let the girl do it. <laughs> Wait, no, I, I trained for 16 years. I'm a test pilot. <laughs> the girl's going to do it. Uh, but- yeah, they want to see her boobies upside down. They want to see mm-hmm. her boobies float. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, who could blame them? Um. So there's some great moments where they actually have to play the fit the shape game. If you remember that from your Japanese game shows where they, there were the, the, the hole is sort of sideways and like on, a, on like an angle. So she has to fly through and then they have to get the car up or the rock up on two wheels to fit the shape to, you know, not crash. And other, that was kind of fun. Uh, did anybody notice that the dreadnoughts come in from behind and start chasing after them? And did somebody, I need a sound pull on this Chan. Uh, I forgot to ask for it because I swear to God, he calls them the Dread Knights instead no, of. No, that is absolutely not what he said. I marked this off because it is. It made me angry. Uh, it's the Dread Nuts. Yeah. Oh my God. He's he. I thought Dread he had used nuts. that used that uh uh insult before. Also, where's my sound pull, huh? Yeah, where's the Gina sound pull, Chan? Uh, you didn't ask for it just she now? She absolutely did. Not just no. wow. I mean, asked I for asked for it in advance, just like yeah. a good a good pr- prepared yeah. person like proper, does. I mean, I had it host. lined up, and then Ray jumped in, as he is wont to do. I do. With his own bullshit. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that the two of you did something against a woman teamed up. No hot dogging. Don't- did you hear that, Gina? No hot dogging. No, hot. It's such a weird line and it's so weirdly delivered. No hot dogging. It's so, so weird. Wait, well, you you added, okay, you added some <laughs> levels to that because here's what he said. No hot dogging. Don't- here's what you said. No hot dogging. <laughs> and yes, it would be weird if that's how he said it. That's not actually how he said it. I think it's how he said it. Uh, I actually uh, was listening to another podcast because uh, uh, there's a great show uh, podcast called the Bechdel cast. Uh, one of the uh, mm. hosts uh, wrote a book about hot dogs. And so they were going to do it because it's a movie podcast. They wanted to do a movie uh, like a hot dog movie. Um, they ended up doing sausage party, but someone else uh, sent them a DVD of hot dog, the movie, which they didn't know existed. 
I oh, really? knew it existed because I lived in the 80s and I would walk by that VHS tape all of the time. So I knew it existed and I knew what they didn't know that it's a movie about uh, skiing, which if oh. you don't really know the term hot dogging, then yeah, it might be a bit of a shock. Uh, but in this case, it, Indeed, he's hot. He's saying hot dogging in the very context that we are discussing. Yeah, I know. what's the people don't know the context? People don't know the term hot dogging. I think it's a very common term. I don't think it's that common. You're a crazy uh, man. I mean, I know what it means, and I, I, I can never tell when I'm just real smart and uh, when like everybody else also knows the same information. Ray, did you also know the information? Uh, listen, I'm aware of the term raw dogging. Okay, uh, I was gonna say if it's if all three of us know a thing, then yeah. everyone knows a thing. That's fair. I do believe because we're all olds. The question would be: ask people under the age of twenty. Yes. No, know what that hot doesn't dogging fly. Is. That does not. That excuse does not fly with me. Uh, but since you don't know it, I would say there's a subsection of dumb people who don't know it. Wait, I do our... know what hot dogging is. Oh, Absolutely. that was what I was literally asking. I just wanted to say raw dogging on the show. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so if Which all is when three you go of on us flight, know what it is, it is a thing that literally everyone with yeah. half a brain knows. So raw dogging is when you go on a flight with no like entertainment or headphones or anything or books and you just like sit there and you just like eat the time. Uh, that's raw dogging a flight. You eat raw dogs? <sighs> Hot dogging is probably like uh, when you have like lots of entertainment options on a flight. Uh, here's another entertainment option since we're already talking about other podcasts. The show Shrinking, uh, which is uh, co-created by Brett Goldstein. Oh, yeah. The uh, Ted Lasso love, spinoff. Love of Gina's life. Not a spinoff, mm. but uh, a spiritual it, spinoff, let's call it. It is, but they had to, they changed the names to make it not a spinoff. Uh, there is a there is a running gag about the term raw dogging. Uh done by oh. harrison ford uh that's real funny harrison ford real funny show real funny check it out unless okay. you're gina and waits for the screeners at the end of every year i mean i have it i i watched half of the pilot and figured i'll go back to it eventually but oh. there was nothing pressing about it no wonder Roy kent didn't give you his number yeah tell me about it like Brett I'm Goldstein over him. I'm over him. That was like a two. That was like a two years ago crush. You can't expect me to like someone for that long. Jesus Christ! What am I? But he's only gotten like better and sexier. What are you talking no, about? No, I get bored. Yeah. I get bored after a certain period of time. Well, and I move on. Explains a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. This this checks out. Yep. Nothing more to say. Um, uh, with the with the dread nuts, I really heard. I heard. I didn't go back to listen. And Chad, I'm really mad. Dread I even nuts. We're slipping I'm, on nuts. I'm mad. I even drew attention to it because now I I know, and I didn't. I you I'm really happy didn't know, didn't hear that it was dread nuts. He really leans into it. He does. I, you know what? He does. I, I I my sound was not great. I heard dread nights. Uh, That's but you crazy. know, crazy. You need to get your fucking shit checked at your next physical. My shit's always getting checked. What are you talking about? I don't think that has anything to do with the quality of his hearing. <laughs> yeah, they they dig through all that fecal matter. Yeah. <laughs> and they School they said, sir, please ask, yeah, the, please stop asking me to check again. Yeah, this has nothing to do with your hearing, sir. I don't understand. <laughs> put it in there. Just put it in there. My goodness. Check what again. is happening? What is this show? <laughs> 
Uh, the same show we've been doing for the past eight years. Ain't that a kick in the head? Anyway, so now we've got the Rhino. So the other characters uh, jump out. So we want to use the other vehicle that we piled into this thing because we got to show it off. So they just d- demolish the dread nuts uh, and take them straight on out. Uh, and then the Scarlet's flying ahead. And the uh, uh, Duke and uh, Scott and Spud and I believe Snake Eyes are just getting like overwhelmed by battle android troopers. So Scarlet does a wild thing and takes this like, I don't know if it's a, what this vehicle's called, the fire bat flying kind of a thing. And she just starts slamming about an inch off the ground, flying it really close to the ground, slams through like a hundred bats. And I yeah, was like, how can you wow. say this was not memorable? It was cool. It was very it cool. It is uh, a really cartoonish uh, bit, and I was trying to decide if I liked it or not, because in a, you know, in just like a goofy, fun anime, yeah, it's a real fun uh, physical comedy bit in a show that is, you know, ostensibly serious. uh, It feels a little weirder. Is this show ostensibly serious? I don't get the vibe that it is. Is anime it's, by its nature serious? I also don't get the vibe that it is. Like if they did that in Robotech, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Um, you know, if they did it in Inuyasha, I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. And that's this, just it. I think most anime is closer to Inuyasha than it is Robotech. Well, that's on them. That is on <laughs> the entire country of Japan for getting it wrong. Look, and I love me some Robotech. We've talked about this at length. Season one, great. Um, okay. Uh, Spud is now, uh, how it really upsets me that this robot dog just grew whatever abilities they need it to have in the moment. And the fact that it grew from nothing, a complete keyboard that Scott can use really upsets me. And I don't know why it just, to me, that's, that's what made it go too far. Um, that's the, that's the point where it jumped the shark, not the last episode when the, when the metallic dog who somehow drank a liquid and turned into a sentient creature also healed itself. And then like can, can clearly feel emotion, heal itself and is indestructible, meaning everyone on earth is dead. Yeah. uh, That didn't bother me as much as him specifically growing a keyboard. Uh, just... Here he, he, ha, he can heal himself, Ray. That means he can like fucking create cells or whatever he's made out minute. of. Gina, you can heal yourself. Can you just grow a keyboard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, would, well, I just learned I a lot about you. Would not be surprised. <laughs> uh, here, here's the uh, poll that I had for this this topic. Uh, the point at which I was like, <sighs> plug Spud into the ox jack and get hacking. First off, <laughs> the, the whole hacking thing, like uh, hacking. What do you do? I'm hacking. You know. Okay, great. Uh, second, plug him into the aux jack. Either means that um, the compatibility is so easy that you could just, I don't know, take a toaster oven and just plug it into uh, your computer and like, oh, now we're doing stuff. Um, or he's just plugging it into the speaker hole. And expecting to hack through that. All of these things uh, rankle me. <laughs> Did I we mean, get none to the point where, the, where Scarlet uh, murders the Dreadnoughts yet? Um, because those dudes are dead, right? Like, we do not see them again. 
I mean, it, it, it's a very Return of the Jedi uh, uh, speeder chase through the forest kind of situation. I, yeah, I don't know I how think, tough they are. They're obviously not dead, but they should be. I think um, they're. De- I mean, they get it, does that shit explode? Like basically, Scarlet, you know, while she's doing her maneuvers, it, like sort of, sort of faints right and then goes left, and then they're like, ha ha ha, and then they look, and there's there's a solid wall in front of them. They crash into it as they're screaming, and it explodes. Mm-hmm. Uh and and but also then like scarlet should be dead also like a moment later yeah but you bring up the example from the star wars speeder bikes and like that guy who hit that tree he didn't die i Um, think that dude died no i saw him again because uh obviously they don't you know the costumes are all different so i saw him again like in the very next scene riding a different speeder bike so obviously (laughs) he got off of it got on a different speeder bike and then crashed again got on another speeder bike I mean, you know, I, I like a guy with some grit. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just saying I think the dreadnoughts are dead. If they show up again, I'm going to need uh, to see their medical records about how uh, much they also. Can I just uh, say? I, I, I go by the rule that uh, they're not dead until you hear a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> so I, mean, okay. I think There's... if you play it back, there was probably one in there. <laughs> Uh yeah, so speaking of robot dog that grows a grows a fucking whatever he needs <laughs> an ox cord. Um, <laughs> like basically this kid, this annoying kid, and this dog that they know nothing about other than the fact that it like gained consciousness and can heal itself come in and they're like you guys need any help and they're like yeah sure uh plug yourself into our super top secret computer kid without clearance and dog who might be evil like this is a bad strategy they let this kid they give this kid access to very like they're there's they're they're just like yeah plug in to our whole computer i don't know at what uh, point it happens but uh there is a moment where duke looks over at him and is like hey you want to be a gi joe Yes. So, like, this is very much par for the course. Yeah, I look, I think that they're sort of in a spot here. Uh, I don't think they're in a great position on this Cobra sub with, like, six of them trying to take out the entirety of Cobra. Uh, I think you take whatever help you can get. That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's not an ideal situation, but they're not in an ideal situation. So I, I say you take what you got. I mean, I just think like that, like this is this is if this was an entire, let's say, Fast and Furious franchise, for instance, go go on. Like this, this mini series would play out where it's like, yay, yay, the dog and the kid saved us. But really, the dog downloaded some military secrets, and in the next movie, like someone is doing like bad shit. Someone's hacking into, you know, military grade weapons or doing a bunch of stuff. And at the end, like they discover about halfway through that it's this dog. And this was all like the dog's long con. Isn't this the plot to Scooby-Doo? <laughs> Most definitely. Yes. I haven't seen it, but I, I feel like Scrappy does some sort of uh, uh, dog cyborg situation and take over the world. Am I am I thinking of the the same movie? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, you are absolutely uh, thinking of the correct movie. When yes. Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo steal cars and mm-hmm. talk about how important family is to them. Yeah. 
Uh, I think that's the movie that you're talking about. Yeah, The Fast and Furious. <laughs> oh my God, kill me, kill me now. <laughs> I did. I did steal that from some uh, some idiot. I don't know. Why do I just assume it was me? Uh, who, who could say? It, who could say? It's entirely possible that it was me because it's it's a low hanging fruit, and uh, mm. I loves me some low hanging fruit. You know they say about low hanging fruit, it's the sweetest. They do say that. Yeah, they do. So how do we feel about? Okay, there are three. Yeah. I'm going to mo- jump no, around a little look, bit wait, here. You don't yes. need to ask. How do we feel about X? Because <laughs> I'll tell you how I feel about X. It's the same I feel about all of them. It's garbage. Look, what I'm saying is format-wise, there are three different fights uh, that are going to happen simultaneously, and we're just going to zip around between them all. So I say let's just focus on one fight at a time and sort of ride it through, uh, starting with uh, Heavy Duty and Tunnel Rat versus Destro. Well, uh, wait, heavy... we're starting there when the it starts with Baroness. It does, but the ba- that's kind of, in my mind, the best one of the three, so I wanted to save it. Uh, uh, all right, all right. So I guess. Heavy Duty has a power glove as part of his Sigma suit, mm-hmm. which gives him super strength uh-huh. and allows him to punch his way through reinforced steel doors. So you're uh, saying where... that he's a grown-up Fred Savage? Basically, yeah, uh, except uh, less problematic, unfortunately, <laughs> for Fred. Whoa, what did, damn it, oh. did Fred Savage do something? I just oh, found no. out about this yesterday. Don't, don't look oh. it up. Don't Son look it up, you bitch. sweet summer child. Uh, yeah. Just just know he's problematic now and move sure, on. Sure, sure. Um, this is where they run into Destro, and Destro's got a whole, a whole thing going on here. Destro's where, got several holes. Yeah. Destro actually has fewer holes than most people, so it's the exact opposite. So David Dismalchin would be very interested, would be less interested in him then. Uh, which yes. David Dismalchin are we talking about? The Quantumania From- guy that's obsessed with holes. I was going to bring it up, but yes, the guy, the the, right. the alien who you have to drink yeah. to become the Babelfish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we know that movie was okay. I'll say it. Uh, I watched okay. it on Disney Plus. Did not even. Uh, watch it in theaters like my my 10 year old self would have lost his mind if that if that existed at the time Um, but now that I'm an old man I'm like you know what I'm not going to watch in the theaters because then I'll get my hopes up and I'll be disappointed but watch it on TV it'd be pretty good yeah, it's pretty good. I I'm currently rewatching it for the third time because I'm doing a a breakdown script well it's your job now Yeah. yeah I enjoyed it I enjoyed it all three times uh, yeah. yeah, I've seen it one and a half times now uh, because my wife fell asleep halfway through. So I rewatched the second half Ugh. of it a second time. And there's there's awful. There's there's some eh, there's some faulty wiring uh, going on in some of this writing. Um, some of it did not hit with me at all. The Modoc stuff just uh, he looks. I mean, I don't know how That's you not do writing, Modoc. Ray. Don't fucking blame a writer for the way that CGI looks. I'm good at well, one, don't write Modoc into it if you can't pull it off. And I don't think they did a good job because like the CGI that, again, like body has part literally nothing the, to do with the writer. And the face part uh, uh uh like aren't in the same sharpness. Like they're two different like uh clarities and it really upset me. But the part about just like uh I am not a dick. Uh, becoming like a big like catchphrase at the end and becoming a motivating factor of maybe I don't want to be a dick. Just did that just didn't hit with me. Um, no. There's a lot of moments like that that made me go, I'm cringing a little. Hmm. 
Right. But overall, uh, overall, I generally enjoyed it. It was uh, it, it was similar to Chronicles of Riddick in that it's just an overthrowing empire movie. You got to love those. I mean, the thing is, like, comic books are just this month-to-month thing where some stuff happens, and you wait around for the next one. And that's what these movies have become, yep. and I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah, like, I'm not they bad about it. They don't have to blow my dick off every time. It's why I like the TV stuff better because I'm like, cool, I'll see you next week. We'll have more story. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. I, we're going to have some good moments. We're going to bring uh, Bill Murray in. Spoiler alert. Sure. He's going to have some fun moments. Yeah. Like just uh, generally a fun movie. Yeah. I, I, like I say, I'm not hating on it on any stretch. You know, everybody wants to be a Marvel hater these days uh, because we hit Endgame is sort of a perfect culmination of events in a near perfect movie that paid off like a decade of movies, you know, perfectly. And then where do you go from there? And that's fine. They're still figuring it out, but I, they're all still good movies. They're all still very enjoyable. I don't, I don't, I don't get weird Marvel hate. I don't. I mean, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that this is its most diverse uh, phase that, uh, that why a lot of the, why a lot of the typical fanboys now, are, are now hold on hold on a on second it. gina that first avengers movie if you look at the makeup of the avengers you've got a white dude a white dude mm-hmm. a white dude mm-hmm. a white dude a white dude and a woman you're welcome uh there is a green dude who's who is also a white, a white dude yeah unfortunately um diverse thank you and they're all named chris now, I think what really is is lost on a lot of these Marvel haters is Even that this is all stuff literally straight from the comics. Like I, the She-Hulk show in particular, really like misogynist and racist just hate that one. Yeah, <laughs> and I say great because I enjoyed the heck out of it. There is of all the TV shows they've done, there has not been a more faithful adaptation from page to screen than She-Hulk: Attorney at Law, and I loved it. Just for the record, uh, for the for the LP, for yeah. the long play, I liked it. Anyway, Destro's got a lot of holes. Is what we're trying to say through all of this, and apparently he's got some nanobots in his inside now that allow him to be to have telekinesis and uh, uh, and, and like I don't know. It was unclear. Uh, yeah, he, he he's got circuits in his body. That, which is not yeah. the same as nanobots, but also it's it's all just it's not bullshit anyway. So totally different. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> he's a, he's basically like a super powered individual now, and so heavy duty. Uh, he's got a, like a personal force field around him. He's like Booster Gold now. I don't know how this works, but that's who he is. I have circuits in my body that can generate an impenetrable electromagnetic field. Yeah, I okay. similarly was like, what, what, what are you talking about? It was weird. This is not the Destro I know. This is anime Destro, which, of course, to do a genre, you got to take some chances, right? So I don't hate I mean, them I don't like it. He was already pretty, like, he he was much cooler before this, I think. Yes. Because he was just a badass. And then there's, like, a moment coming up where I was like, ugh, this is just, like, a, like a cheating fight on a cheating fight. <laughs> yeah. So they they do the from the intro from the uh, the theme song. There's a scene where you see Heavy Duty and Destro do a professional wrestling test of strength move, where they clasp fingers and push on each other, and it's wonderful. And that then is one, one of, of them my uses favorite. A power bits. glove, which is clearly cheating. 
It is cheating, but like, you know, you gotta, you know, you're no, the underdog. I don't like it. I don't but like Destro, it. I want to see who's stronger. Destro has circuits in his body. How do you Destro strong? Destro cheats and he's stronger. So yeah, you have to I cheat don't to want, match up. I just, I didn't want him to have circuits in his body either. Uh, yeah, I didn't want that either. Let me tell you right now, Gina, you didn't follow baseball in the 90s. Let me just tell you, if every other team is doing steroids, you want your guys on steroids to match their guys on steroids. It's defensive play at this point. You you got to put circuits in your body. Got to put circuits in your body, Gina. Mm. So they do the test of strength. Uh, uh, Tunnel Rat, I'm now convinced that Tunnel Rat is has one of I don't want to bag on voice actors. I love voice actors. This performance for Tunnel Rat and I'm sure it's all direction is atrocious. It's it it's to the point now where it takes me out of the moment every time this character talks. No, it's, it's 100% direction because everybody is like that. But he's worse than the others, I think. Just for some reason, he's hitting it different for me. I, I, I get the anime vibe, right? I get how you're just saying a bunch of things really fast, not really putting any thought into any of it. It's completely monotone, and you're just jamming it out one word after another to, to get it into a window, right? I get that. Tunnel Rat, for some reason, and I don't know if you have any, if you can grab me any sound clips of him just talking in, in any of his fight scenes here. Like when he's about to do the thing with the belt, I just wrote here, God dang, I am done with him. I do not want to hear his voice ever again. Uh, just very, very upsetting. You mean you're challenging Destro to a boxing match? I kill me. Just kill me. Uh, there was, it's oh, so okay. Yeah. There, there was one moment, but how are you going to weaken the field to get the charges true? To get the charges true. To get the charges true. Yeah, this, this, those are the two lines together that made me just lose my mind. <laughs> just so I'm so over it. It is um, terrible. So they do the test of strength, and Heavy Duty has figured out that because he amps up his power glove, he can put enough strength on Destro's force. I, this is a little weird to me. Okay, I need some help. Put some. He, he's putting so much power into the test of strength with his hands that he's weakening the force field, causing it to shimmer around where they're contacting each other, which then creates a hole in the shield. So tunnel rat can take a belt, a grenade belt, uh, set them all to detonate, throw it through that little hole, whip it around Destro's body. Bing, bang, boom. We beat Destro by blowing him up. Oh, did he whip it around Destro's body? I was confused. I, cause I thought he put it around, uh, uh, um, Oh yeah, it is Destro's body. I thought he put it around uh, Roadblock's body. And I'm like, what? How does he? Heavy duty. Uh, it's his cousin. Heavy... It's his cousin Chan. You know what? No, I can't tell the it's difference. Cousin. <laughs> oh no! For We're some reason, that I cannot talk. tell the difference between <laughs> those two characters. Oh man. Um. Yeah. So they win, but then apparent. So then uh, he's like, "Okay, I killed Heavy Tunnel Rats. Like I killed Heavy Duty. My best friend. Tears, crying." Uh, but I also beat Destro, so I guess we're cool, but I'm still upset about Heavy Duty. And the Heavy Duty's like, you are literally standing on me right now. Yeah. I'm fine. Destro flung me off and then I guess survived the explosion. Yeah, he said got- like Destro turned his power up to 11. Yeah. And then, like, and then like blew me off and ran away, which I don't understand how Destro is still alive. Like, I yeah, didn't understand I that either at all. I I want to make sense of it. I really do. I'm having trouble. Uh, as a wise man once said, don't worry about that. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Okay. 
Chan, you're right. I shouldn't worry about that. <laughs> and that is the end of battle one. Battle number two is, I'm going to do the cool one last, uh, Duke versus Cobra Commander, uh, which uh, I guess actually plot-wise, that should be the third one. So let's talk about the better Baroness battle right now. Scarlet versus, uh, and Snake Eyes versus Baroness. Snake Eyes gets taken out of the battle immediately, uh, which was which is a little weird. You know, I'm not used to seeing Snake Eyes kind of jobbed out that quickly in, in a match like this. Um, they Snake Eyes and Scarlet go into a control center, a generator. They, they basically have a very easy time of it. They blow out the things they need to, and they're like, boy, this is a lot easier than it should be, right? They're like, yeah. Uh, and then Baroness shows up. We're like, okay, let's go. Baroness has holographic projection technology. So she creates like 20 Baronesses in a circle around them, immediately drops Snake Eyes, and then uh, is pointing her weapon, her pistol, at Scarlet, basically being like, you could shoot any of these you want to. You're probably going to get it wrong, and I'm going to wail on you. Now, why she's just holding this and not just shooting her, I don't know. <sighs> that, uh, a that's weird. a part of the thing that um, really bothers me. Every situation that the bad guys have um they sort of like oh i'm just going to tease it out a little longer which you know you do that sometimes because absolutely uh they're overconfident or whatever but it's literally every single time because earlier um they're like we've got the joes we're gonna kill them and uh cobra commander who had just escaped from a similar thing is like no we're going to stretch it out Ugh, great and then so each of them in turn stretch it out instead of just killing the people. And it just gets yeah. too much for me. Uh, but I will say like, what, like, okay, whatever you think of this Baroness scene, this is another memorable moment when there's a ton of like, I was like, Oh, look at how many Baronesses there are. She and Scarlet are going to get it on 90 times over. I don't think that was the intimation. No, it clearly was. <laughs> I, you know what? Yeah, you could be right. I guess I'll have to watch it again. <laughs> I'm just saying memorable. I'm not saying it was the best scene ever, but when you got that many Baronesses and one Scarlet and Baroness is like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to take you on. Yeah. Like, look at which one is the real me. Yeah, you can't gonna, tell. I'm not even going to London Bridge. I'm going to traffic circle. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, you know, it just was. It's fine. Like, so it. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Introducing the new Play Doh Mop Top Hair Shop. What are the Mop Tops? The Play Doh Mop Tops. Just turn the chair. They grow Play Doh hair. They're the Mop Tops. You can comb it, wave it, style it, or shave it. The Play Doh Mop Tops. You can let it grow down to his toes. From the Play-Doh Mop Top Hair Shop. The Play-Doh Mop Top Hair Shop. Sold with everything you see here. New from Kenner. Now back to G.I. Joe. Then the weird thing happens because Snake Eyes, from his prone near-death position, figures out which one is the real Baroness and throws his throwing star not at the Baroness. <laughs> But at the feet of Scarlet. Yeah. At, at first, uh, and, and they set it up so that it is, this is the intent. That he throws it, and you're like, oh, God, he's going to hit the Baroness. Oh, no, he didn't. He couldn't get the thing, the 
the giant bladed yo-yo far enough. Yes. It lands on uh, um, in between Scarlet's legs. I'm like, ah, is that supposed to be another metaphor? What the what the hell? What? And then it turns out it's actually, you know, dude won't just say what he fucking wants. Yeah. He's going to make a whole thing out of it, which um, I'm told by certain members of the household. Uh, I maybe do a little too much and should probably just say what I'm uh, thinking yeah. instead of, uh, <sighs> you know, married uh... life is what I'm saying. Scarlet <laughs> is married to Snake Eyes. Um, and she's like, oh, Jesus, would you just talk about your feelings for God's sakes? And he's like, gross. Fling. First off, thank you. a weapon at her. I also will say I was disappointed at like, I thought it was going to be some cool thing when she's like, what does it mean? Why did he throw it? And then she's like, oh, it's pointing in the direction of the real one. And I was like, really? Really? That's what it is? Like, I thought she was going to have to solve a riddle or at the very least, like, you know, she was going to realize like, oh, I could throw this weapon around the room and hit all of them or something like that. I was just like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's pointing in the direction. That's what is the that's what the big thing is. I mean, I realize they probably did this because they were like, kids are stupid. We don't want to include a riddle because it'll make kids feel stupid. And we're just hitting that era when kids aren't allowed to be made to feel stupid. (laughs) Gina making it political again. Yeah, wow. (laughs) Uh, I, the fact that they, that is in fact a red herring and there is a puzzle to it, like on an intellectual level, I'm like, well, that is clever and I appreciate them making that effort. But for some reason, like all of the rest of it, it just makes me not give them that credit. Wait, what's "Eh." the puzzle that actually has to be solved? He throws it onto her shadow. So then she realizes uh, okay. that it's the shadow of the real person, the real right. fairness. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I like that part. Uh, yeah, it's a good part, but like, uh, I'm just like, eh, I'm, I'm I'd already. I'd rather he just oh. throw it at the Baroness and take her out. Like he snake eyes for God's sake. So because like, he doesn't. Know. He wants a woman to do his murdering for him. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Yeah. I take it all back. I'm back on board again. But again, this this is uh, my my point is not whether or not this is a great episode. My point is that it is more memorable than the episodes that came before it. And so far, we've had dead dreadnoughts. We've had uh, we've had, you know, the the like 90 baronesses just going to town on one scarlet. I mean, that's a weird fantasy that's in your head. So <laughs> you string like with it. me, but continue. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah uh, look there's been a lot of weirdness in this episode uh, and what ends up happening here is the first one is like the star points at the real baroness so she blasts the real baroness okay great and so baroness like oh I'll, I'll crank this up there's gonna be like 50 of me now and then scarlet's like yeah but i figured it out i saw what was different uh about you last time yours is the only one that casts a dark shadow none of these other ones have shadow technology and so she blasts the baroness a second time and wins the battle Okay, that was a good moment. Honestly, I, I'm I'm pretty cool with that. Yeah, I mean it's it's fine. It's fine. fine. Again, I just think it's memorable. I think like uh, like again, I can't tell you what happened in the last episode, but like here, we'll see. We'll see if things. next week you remember what happened this week. 
No, oh I mean, I probably won't, but that's just because of my brain. But like, I, but like, Good luck, I, everybody. you know, the first, the first, the first few, I'm just saying, I recall saying last week, like, this was a big old nothing burger. Mm. That's why okay. I said last week. This week, it's like, it's, it's, it's got garnishes, at least. This, this nothing burger has garnish. Like a nothing pickle and like. Yeah. Texture. You know, nothing. like. Nothing Throw cheese. some nothing onion Nustard. rings on there. I can dig Nustard. it. Um, which takes us to our third of the three battles, which is Duke versus Cobra Commander, of course. What else would it be? And Duke, uh, they just have a pretty pedestrian fight. Uh, uh, Cobra Commander has a force field, and apparently he's wearing power armor now because he's sort of like his armor like changes Again, up to be this like super cheating. power armor. Yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, uh, they ends up, uh, Duke finds a way to short circuit the force field. And then for, I did Duke make this giant slab of roof fall on him? Or did he just notice it was falling? I, I was a little confused by that. That's a good question. He, I mean, I did, I did think that this was a cool little fake out thing. Oh, definitely. Uh, but like the actual fight, I didn't really care about that much. It was like the end of it that I was like, all right, you did something there. Yeah. I liked it. I, I, you know, I'm fine. Look, none of this bothered me. I guess is what I'm trying to say. I was perfectly good with this fight. It was, you know, uh, a nothing burger as somebody would say. <laughs> um, but then the cool part is the slab ends up landing on Cobra commander. Duke jumps out of the way crushing him to reveal that he was actually a robot the whole time. Yeah. We got robot Cobra commander. All right. Yeah. I, I thought that this was cool. That? Like he was like, ha I'm far away from there. Also what you guys have been focusing on this whole time is the wrong thing. Bye. And I was like, Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. I can hang with that. Not bad at all. No, I'm, I'm again, I am perfectly, perfectly okay with a lot of the things that are happening here. Uh, we got some levels. We got some changing up of the characters five episodes in. We got some surprises. I like a show that can surprise me. Uh, and that's totally fine. This is when the big reveal happens. And that's that all of this fighting was a big decoy. Mm -hmm. The entire point was to waste G.I. Joe's time while the real things were happening and the real cannon was firing up that had nothing to do with the thing that Scarlet and Snake Eyes blew up. That was just a decoy generator. The real generator. Now, why Cobra told them this? <laughs> Probably a bad idea because G.I. Joe would have just left and, <laughs> you know, been like, we did it. Good job. And then the attack would have actually still happened. But, you know, Cobra can't help themselves sometimes. I still so wish Cobra Commander was having a little more fun in this show. Yeah, I feel I that. I wish he was like a little more wacky. Uh, but you know, this is this is this is fine. It's it, fine. It needs to be a little more wacky because they lose so hard. Like you need to have some sort of justification because he's like being a real badass. Yeah, uh, and then he just makes some real stupid mistakes. And if it were, you know, he's just a little bit crazier and woolier, then you know, okay, that makes sense that he would, you know tell them to toy with the joes for a little while longer sure yeah yeah uh, yeah i would me. like to see 
old school Cobra Commander freak out like he used to when he would lose and just like try and blame it on everyone else. Like he would be like, oh, where are the dreadnoughts? You idiots. Why did you fly into a wall and kill yourselves? Oh, Baroness, why are you focusing on your lesbian attraction to that redheaded woman? You should be out there fighting. Because there's only one other woman in this entire fucking cartoon. (laughs) You're not wrong. Um, you know, things, stuff, it's fine. So basically, uh, Scott and Spud have to stop the cannon by themselves. Thank God G.I. Joe got into a position where the small child and his robot dog could be the ones to actually bring down the giant, terrible thing. Uh, that's yeah. where we are. I, I mean, but the, like, and again, doesn't this seem, doesn't this have a finality about it? Like, that's what I'm talking about. It feels like this was the end of the series or the end uh, of the season, at least the, the end of the, the end of this story, I think it's is the is, end of the series for me. <laughs> oh, Chan is going to kill himself after this. Oh no. Way Chan, it's they not worth it. ended it. I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm the the goddamn SpongeBob meme where I'm just all right, I'm out. <laughs> Cannot do it anymore. But I thought we just established that stuff happened and it wasn't bad. It was just maybe a little lackluster. I'm sorry, can you uh relay to me how they stopped the actual generator from shooting off the generator? No, laser? I wasn't paying attention by the time that happened. W- for reals? Or are you <laughs> No, I look. Le- I just legitimately don't remember. Like I remember, like the, how the... could you forget? Okay, this is this is the moment when I started oh, wait, to question is this, a few is things. Is this myself. when? Is this the, the the Groot part where the dog Groots it? The dog Groots it. Yeah, is like the, the, the fucking mecha dog. Guardians like, three because I haven't seen that yet. No, it's literally wait, in the first to... one. Mm, then. I don't. It's recall. when Groot forms a shield with his Groot body uh-huh. over the over all the people, and he says, uh-huh. "He says we are Groot." Uh-huh. That is not what we're talking about here. What are you, Jesus Christ? You know what episode <laughs> did you watch? No, are you sure you watched the same is, episode? No, you guys are about to feel real dumb, and hopefully that one guy on Twitter that points out every time you guys are <laughs> sexist will point it out. Like l- legit, like the the kid. The stupid kid whose name I refuse to learn, Scott or Steve or something. No, you had it right the first time. Uh, uh, like almost dies and the mecha dog like puts his body over him so that the falling rubble doesn't oh, crush no. the kid. You skipped over yeah. what actually stops the laser beam, which is they find the one power conduit that could shut the whole thing down. It's a single wire and all he's got to do is yank it out. He reaches across the chasm, can't quite do it, can't quite reach it. The clock is ticking down. Three, two, one. We cut away. Oh, oh it's yeah, yeah, yeah. All okay. the power goes out. What is the reason for the power going out? Did uh, uh, Abernathy pull out the cable? <laughs> uh, did the dog somehow muscle his way over there and do it? The dog. No pisses on the fucking reactor yeah i did remember this i blocked it from my mind but i will say 
they, that it's bullshit they, and we should stop and yes, move on it's, it, to yes, it is absolute <laughs> bullshit. But it gets there's an ev- there's an extra layer of bullshit that I'm going to explain from a writer standpoint who's written on mm. a kids cartoon. Okay, I like which this. Which is yes. they they cut away so like the reactor is going crazy, this thing's about to blow up, and they're like, oh god, we're gonna die. And then like it cut like the dog makes a move, it focuses on the dog's face, and then it cuts away at a point like that felt very strange to show the power draining and then when it cuts back you just see a stream of red liquid and then it it moves over to the dog who's who's like sort of you know just like putting his leg down a little bit but you never actually see the dog pissing on it and that Uh, is you don't see a giant mm. robot dog dick Oh darn! No, I was so no. much expecting you, that. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you never simultaneously see a see a scene with the stream and the leg raised. You see uh, the stream. I thought you did. You do not. I really thought I, you I, did. No, you do not because I it, I took note of the fact that this is a very specific kind of S and P note that you can show the stream. It can't be yellow. It's got to be red. Well, purple in this case. And that you can show the dog sort of getting back into a position. So you can only show someone who's got serious renal failure? <laughs> no, but then the next line is the kid, Scott or Steve, saying, thank goodness for like what, like your, hydraulic, your oh, hydraulic fluid. Um, and that whole thing. Nothing like a little hydraulic fluid, boy. Uh, and look, I, I love me a good poop joke. I normally don't, you know, I don't know if I love me a new pee joke, but here's the deal. It cuts to the stream and then we cut back to the dog who is in the process of putting his leg back down again. So we don't see the two combined, but we basically see the two uh, separated enough that you know what happened. And I can, Gina, I think you're a hundred percent right. I I, think that it was a surprise. No, you can't go too far. You literally just proved me right. I think it's a standard to practice note, but a, a thing of pee, the pee, the pee flow ends. Uh, no, cut to dog putting what? his leg down. It's the same thing. No, just done in a way that will appease What did I practices. just say? Why are you arguing this? That is exactly what Gina said. Like, right? well, yeah, thank you. What well, am I taking crazy pills? Like, what the fuck is happening right now? I mean, I literally I, said they show the stream. And then they sh- they cut back to the dog, and they never show the dog with his leg raised and the stream coming out in the same frame. Okay, which not, okay, I miss proved. I misheard you. I mean, I thought you were saying they didn't show the dog with his leg up, and I'm like, I said it like five do. times. I said then they cut back to the dog lowering his leg from a raised position, and this is all an S and P note, which is you cannot yeah. show the dog actually peeing. You have to change the color of the stream and you have to have the kid immediately say, thank goodness for hydraulic fluid. Uh, Everything about it's still upsetting. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. Uh, Yeah. Can we move on to another cartoon now? (laughs) Uh, No, we're... uh, 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 uh. I don't, I'm just, everything is upsetting me. Uh, <laughs> no, we can't move to another cartoon. I thought about it. No, we've got 20, goddamn one more of these to do. So let's just go for it. Why, why they put the power source right next to the plasma cannon? I don't know. I guess to save space, if you're trying to like, but you're on your own nuclear submarine. 
I mean, who are you trying to trick at that point? It's like when they it's like in California when they when they have those like bachelor apartments where they're like, oh, look, like here's where you could fit your hot plate. Look, it's so much. It seems so much bigger. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Those are not big apartments. (laughs) (laughs) If you sit sideways in the toilet, it works. Um, Yeah. So we have our countdown timer. Yeah, this is just. Why is there a giant pit around this as well? It's just what a this is an OSHA violation after OSHA violation. Uh, this place is this cartoon is full of giant pits. Uh, yeah. This, uh, is that how subs work? I've never worked on a nuclear uh, submarine before. Um, I, I don't know. I'm going to say yes because why not? Because the alternative why the heck is not? even more horrifying. I'm just going to go to my, my note here. When, when I watch this scene play out, I'm like, how are we doing this? And it ends in a pee joke. And then it ends in robot dog uh, saving, creating a barrier. I don't even know. He did the Groot thing, I guess. Yeah, you're right, Gina. Uh, uh, and oh, I just wrote, am I, oh. Am I right? Have I been right? Uh, you know, I'll I'll give it to you. I, I want to know what, hap- what happened to that fan that was going back through to look at every time you guys disagreed with me when I turned out to be right. Listen, in four years when they get to this episode, you're going to hear <laughs> about it and forget this ever happened. <laughs> just be real. Um, okay. I just wrote, oh, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, I just, this made me so unhappy. Chan. Uh, this is where I think this becomes a Ray and Chan versus Gina episode. I did this really of all the cool things we saw. I'm going to remember the robot dog pissing out the generator. Uh, this is right now my number one memory of Sigma six. And it Wait, does you not love make it? me happy. You're saying you love it. No, no, I did not like then it. Why at is all. it a Ray? That, why is it a. Because Chan hated this episode and you're defending it as the best of the five uh first of all i literally never said it was the best of the five i said oh my god I'm, i got the sense that uh, you thought it was the best of the five no what totally i said was it here. was the most memorable i li- i literally said whatever you think of this episode it has the most memorable parts because the other ones were big nothing burgers but it, it doesn't work for being memorable if the memories are bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's but but would problem. you rather be memorable or or like the, the whole <laughs> No, <laughs> the whole thing like isn't that great. Like the whole series isn't that great. I've been bored the whole time. At least this was something different than just boring is all I'm saying. I don't know. It to I me it was to pretty much up. To me, it was just as memorable as the episode before, except this one has somebody peeing on me at the same time. Like, I just like I'll take the Zartan invisible fight against Duke. That was great. I'll take the Baroness uh, multi cloning herself fight against Scarlet. I liked that a lot. Uh, That was in this episode. But that's my point. They're the same to me, Gina. Both have a memorable moment that I liked, except this one has the pee moment, as I will now refer to it. Hmm. The P moment. Anyway, did you know that the ROCC uh, personnel character car- carrier could float? Well, I guess we they did. Everybody knows that. We just decided <laughs> that. We learn about rocks. Rocks float. Rocks. <laughs> just like hope, rocks float. Oh God. Uh, yeah, uh, I just like the fact that they're just like it's just like yeah, we got away from that sub on our vehicle that totally floats. This <laughs> like, is also well, the second time. Uh, they pull an Elton John, which I couldn't decide 
if I enjoyed it because it's ridiculous and over the top, sure, uh, that's when you have a, a big row of buttons and instead of like pushing buttons to make a thing go, you just go sweep and press all the buttons because that's how you make it work. Um, and uh, 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 Roadhouse does it here. Uh, Roadhouse with uh, whatever buttons. I was like, <laughs> dude, just press button like a normal person. I like Roadhouse. That's pretty fantastic. It's not Roadblock anymore. It's Roadhouse. That is correct. Um, why not? Uh, so Duke uh, uh, is it a mini jet? Uh, because they all think Duke is dead. My favorite moment here, honestly, this made me laugh. This did make me laugh. Is the fact that Duke, everybody's been saved. They're all in the ROCC, but they failed to identify where Duke, Scott, and Spud the robot dog were. And and so the, the sub is going down. It is now, it's now crashing. They blew it up uh because they peed on the generator. I that that caused literally the super cannon to explode, not just shut down. It literally blew up the entire sub. Mm. And Duke is they're all and, and literally Scarlet's like nobody nobody saw where duke was and then the plane flies out and everybody is cheering duke yeah he made it oh we love duke and then as a complete aside like 30 seconds later one of the characters says oh yeah do you have scott and spud with you (laughs) and i i legitimately started laughing my ass off because (laughs) it's totally it's just absolutely, it's just one of those great social moments where nobody gave two shits about Scott and Spud until it just occurred to somebody well after the fact that they should be concerned about them too. Yeah, I, oh, you know what, I, I will say it. that like this, this I find <laughs> this whole thing weird because like it seems, I'm hoping that we never see Scott or Spud again throughout this series i'm hoping that this was like their their five episode arc and now it's going to go back to just normal gi joe stuff it is really really weird that they don't pay off the oh he's got such a strained relationship with his dad storyline because like he he has a moment where he says something like i guess dad's like job is pretty cool or he says i always felt resentful of dad's work but now i see how important it is yeah yeah so that's what he says and then the person they have rescue him is duke it's like such a weird, like narratively so weird when when realistically in that moment, his dad should have like crawled out of the hospital bed and rescued him. And like then they could have had a touching moment. It's so weird that he has this epiphany to himself without anyone else there to hear it. And then there's no payoff to this relationship. Like they I mean, set it up like it's going to yeah. be a big thing. Uh, you're a hundred percent correct. They absolutely did. And they absolutely did not pay it off in any way. Um, you know, it, you know, it is, it just is, uh, maybe it would be I, even I, weirder if, uh, Hawk like crawled out of bed and just f- managed to find them in the middle of the goddamn ocean, wherever they are. I mean, or just like a, <laughs> a last scene where he runs into his dad's like hospital room and his dad's like, I heard you did it okay out there, kid. And then like, and like, that's it. But the fact that like we saw, we saw basically one scene with him and his dad where he was like, fuck you, old man. And then like leaves and then we never see them together again. 
Gina, yeah. Duke is his daddy now. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I they mean, make kinda. it seem like. Like, like basically, from you, just from a narrative standpoint, just isolating this one storyline, it's, okay, dad's in the military, so maybe he's, like, been a little bit absent. Maybe he's been a little bit tough. He's trying to connect to his kid, and the kid, like, sees this other guy, Duke, who he thinks is cool, and he thinks, like, okay, maybe this guy's a little bit cool, and he softens, and then he goes through this whole thing where he's like, wow, I never realized, like, how much my dad does to keep things safe, and he doesn't have that this moment where, like, the guy that he basically was like, yeah, it's the cool guy again, like, in every movie where it's like, oh, parent, and then, like, faux parent steps in that you're like oh you're the cool aunt or you're this there is a moment where you realize like that's not my dad this is my dad and they they, like you there is no moment like that in this and it is so weird i my guess is that this continues on and the kid becomes part of the team and duke is his uh sort of like a a father figure yeah. I feel like Hawk is probably going to be like uh, sidelined just because, you know, it, it, he was in there sort of as an Easter egg uh, for people who watched the last series and as just sort of like a plot point to like, why is this fucking precocious child in G.I. Joe? Oh, because he's someone's kid. So nepotism I, well, strikes the G.I. Joe team. Too. Nepo babies. I, I mean, I will say that, like. I want them to poochie this kid. I want them to say Scott died on his way back to his home planet and we never oh, see no. him again. I mean, it would probably be better for us. To be fair, I mean, look, Scott is the Edward from Cowboy Bebop of this show. Oh, you mean the, he's the greatest character the, the, in the, the series? The child who has know, but... no business being here. Nobody likes them. They're a complete waste of space. And honestly, everything about him just makes me deeply angry. But yet, here they are anyway. Wish it was only a five-episode arc with Edward. I mean, Scott. But here we are, and we're stuck with them. So I guess we make the best of it. You have no idea what you're talking about. How dare you? Uh, Cut back to the end of the episode now. Uh, Cobra Commander is revealed again. It turns out somehow, I, I, this strained my credulity a little bit as well. Uh, All of this was just a test. A legitimate plan that legitimately could have worked. A multi-trillion dollar nuclear submarine the size of Long Island goes down because of like six or seven G.I. Joe members and a robot dog and a small child. And Cobra Commander's like, yeah, no big deal. That was just a test. I'm going to go get me some Power Stones. Gonna totally normal. Power Stones. Once I get the Power Stones, I'm Thanos, baby. This predates Thanos movies. It does not. Yeah. <laughs> like, we all know what Power Stones and collecting stones is about now. But back then... No one had any idea what stones were. Yes. Nobody knew what they were. They knew some were rolling, but that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And stepping. You stepped on a few. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm i torn because, like, the, the confident uh, uh, Cobra Commander who, like, hey, psych, y'all, this was a whole a big uh, uh, distraction from the real plan is good. I like that from the Cobra Commander uh, that I love, mm-hmm. but just the, all of it feels so joyless, funky. Uh, um, and uh, just, joyless. I go with joyless. Yeah. 
maybe maybe joyless is part of it 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 feels uh unearned uh like i i didn't feel any stakes in it uh in the same way that uh like yeah everyone's super powered all of a sudden like Jesus Christ, yeah everybody's super i don't powered i don't i don't like it i like good old human uh human with foibles and all cobra commander yeah yeah give me i mean look cobra commander is i don't know maybe my favorite character in all of fiction can i just go ahead and just say that is that a, is that an okay thing to say out loud on this show if you're uh, it, it probably it, is not um I mean, look, I, I like what I like, everybody. Cobra Commander, absolutely, uh, potentially. I'd have to think about it further, but it's my great starting point. Is there somebody, is there a character in fiction I like better than Cobra Commander? And the answer is perhaps no. And so uh, you give me Cobra Commander back, I'm already happy. I'm already happy. That's all I need. Even if he's weird, different, I'm actually a robot and humorless Cobra Commander. Uh, he's given me, he's given me, he's given me moments. You know what I'm saying? He's given me splashes like the death and destruction channel or whatever the heck that thing was like there's, there's flashes in there. And when you're starving, you take what crumbs you can get. Fair. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, like this is, I, I, I still expected GI Joe's by, I thought that like from decon, they were going to get worse and worse and worse and worse, which would put us somewhere around the seventh circle of hell by now. Sure. And this isn't as bad as all that. Uh, so I still thought it would be much worse than it actually is. Mostly, I've just been bored. I've been willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but the further along we go, uh, the less I'm I'm engaging with it. Because I'm like, like it's, it's, a, it's a big swing to say like, hey, we're going to, you know, make anime gi joe and furthermore we're going to really push the aesthetic to the limit um but i the more we go along the more i'm like okay well this just is a miss because you're taking all the wrong weirdest parts of anime and saying like this is what anime is yeah but that is what anime is isn't it Chan? <laughs> it's adjunct to it but that's not the core of it I don't know. As I'm watching it, I'm just like, yeah, this is pretty much exactly what anime is to me. And maybe that means that I'm a, a, an executive from the mid aughts who doesn't know the difference. Might well be. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's the person I've become, um, which is sad. But, you know, I'm anime club. Ray would be so disappointed in you. Oh, man. There probably was an anime club. Ray back in like the late 90s. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Oh, I used to love anime. Yeah. What? Guys, I mean, I've talked about it at length in the show, but like, what happened, man? Look, in 1992, I was up at college getting, uh, uh, watching with an anime club that got tapes from Japan. So, mm. like, I've been there. I've been there, and I know the feeling. Oh no have I have I become to anime what Bill Maher is to the left? Yeah, I yeah. didn't leave yes. anime. Yeah. Anime left me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Is that? Oh, no. Yeah. I don't want to be the Bill Maher of anything, quite <laughs> honestly, if I had a choice. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. Anyway, that's episode five of G.I. Joe Sigma 6 called Sigma. We didn't really get into it a whole heck of a lot, but like, that's stupid. <laughs> we don't. We don't need to. It doesn't matter. Uh, the episode uh, The episode that started showing me the cracks uh, in the in the, in the formula uh, I'm sorry. And I, I do personally believe just the way it is, is maybe these first five episodes were like, this is the treatment. Like this was 
this is how they sold the show is these five episodes, which all loop together. They tell one kind of cohesive story. It gives you a good idea of what to expect in the future. And it sets up for future episodes. You know, this is the pyramid of darkness movie at the start of, you know, the season of GI Joe, right? Sure. Hmm? You know, every season of original Sunbow GI Joe, and even the first season of Deke started with a five episode miniseries and then launched you into it afterwards, you know. You had Pyramid of Darkness, you had Arise, Serpentor, Arise, and then you had the, uh, what was the Deke one? Operation, oh my gosh, I've already forgotten. The one with Scoop, you know. Mm -hmm. Operation. Scoop and the Crimson Garden. I don't. Listen, my brain only holds so much information. Oh my gosh. You know, it's right on the tip of my tongue and I can't come up with it, but it's Deke, so I'm just going to let it go. I have to frequently empty it out like the trash can on my computer. Yeah, somebody's really mad that we I didn't come up with it. But you know what? Uh, just tweet at us. Or just go back and look at the names of the episodes. If you go back far enough, you'll just find it. Operation Chunk Style. I believe it was called Operation Chunk Style. Um, yeah, uh-huh, Chan, I think uh-huh. you I think you hit the nail on the head. I don't know anymore. Anyway, anything else you guys want to say about G.I. Joe Sigma 6 or where we're at right now? No. There was nothing I wanted to say at the beginning of this. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. So that is an episode of G.I. Joe's Knowing is Half the Podcast. So good, good, good on you for being here with us. You can go to Facebook.com slash Knowing is Half the Podcast or Patreon.com slash Knowing is Half the Podcast. Uh, this is the show I think really enjoyed like five to seven years after we recorded. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm discovering dead. from our fan channels dead. is... Is that this show, honestly, this show will live forever. Uh, G.I. Joe will be a thing. They'll keep trying to reboot it. It'll keep being a thing. It'll keep getting in new people who will eventually make their way through the internet to find this show. And they're going to listen to it decades after we recorded it. And this will be our legacy. And there's something sweet and very sad about it at the same time. Yeah, I like to think uh, that they'll be listening to us and, and we'll sound like old timey radio people. Yeah. Because it'll be so far in the future, they'll be like, Jesus Christ, these people sound like it. And then what happened? Well, certainly Cobra Commander <laughs> came down and he threw him for a loop. Boy, oh, I would watch that. That's an iteration of G.I. Joe that I would watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they did. They did do a comic book series, which is G.I. Joe World War One, which was the character. It was very it was very dark and gritty, though. So it's, it wasn't they, they missed the fun of G.I. Joe in trench warfare. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but uh, that was a cool thing. And I think they actually fought the Transformers in that series, too. Wow. Like World War One era giant robot Transformers. <laughs> uh, I have a few issues of it. I did not hang around. <laughs> but uh, anyway, if you know what series of look, find that series, if you're a G.I. Joe Transformers fan, uh, that, that one was a, an interesting take on the dynamic. I'll just say that uh, you might enjoy it. I don't know. Now, you know, it exists. Go check it out. Uh, that was from, I think, the mid-aughts, I want to say. Right around the time of this uh, G.I. Joe Sigma 6. So that, that's what was happening in culture. Uh, anyway, you can go World to, I said Facebook, one? go to patreon.com slash knowing except the podcast. Get uh, get all the episodes. Be a patron. Uh, help us out. We appreciate it. You know, we try to give back where we can. We're just not very good at it. Uh, we want to do more. I want to do more. Let's do more. I say that Let's all the time. Let's do more. Let's do, Let's do more. more. I want to do less. More. Yeah, Gina, I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, mean, we, we really try. Listen, if you want to do more, then get soft t-shirts next time. 
Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm never going to. I forgot to buy Gina the soft t-shirt. I did it. I did in the season six t-shirt. Forgot of the season seven shirt, but I wanted it to be Look, rough. Like how Sigma likes, six is treat uh, no one prefers a rough t-shirt. Everyone prefers the soft t-shirts. Yeah, Stop shortchanging our patrons. And rough is the default. You have to like pay more money and actually go in and choose the soft shirt. So, okay, when we do season eight and we give away T-shirts again, specify for Gina if you want the soft shirt. Listen, please, everyone fucking specify that that's what you want because there's no one prefers a rough T-shirt. I do because I'm rough. I like it rough. Thank you, Chan. Rough, rough. You guys will never wear those T-shirts. Not as long as nobody comes and picks them up. You think I'm going to bring them to you? (laughs) (laughs) I've still got, I've got two gift t-shirts for Gina sitting here right now. And I don't think either one is soft. So that's bad job me, I guess. Oh, well, you can go to uh, Twitter. Well, that's a thing. Boy, that app really sucks right now. It's, uh, it has gotten even rougher. I can barely post on my phone anymore. Uh, I keep trying and it just keeps getting lost. Sounds real fun. Maybe I'll sign up for that someday. There is, to be fair, there is a Google Chrome ad you can do that will automatically uh, block every Twitter blue person. (laughs) And it just says, we blocked this to save you some brain cells. And if you, it's only on desktop, not on your phone, unfortunately, of course, Google Chrome uh, add-on. But it does make uh, Twitter a thousand times better. So if you have not sought this out, please do. And be- Twitter becomes uh, viable again when it's not broken sideways because idiot Melonhead <laughs> fired three quarters of the people who work there, including the people who made it effing run. What a I, You know what? Is. I hope that his that this la- like that his era lasts for... I mean, I know he's like sort of stepping down, but I just love how most people realized how stupid he was through this like i never gave him much thought before this like i was just like ugh, that guy like that was my opinion on him and then i was like oh shit he's really dumb like he's he's very dumb not like i never thought he was brilliant because i don't associate i don't necessarily associate wealth with brilliance shouldn't uh i i you know like i think that there are there are i think bill gates in general is smart enough to know that he needs to pay other people to come up with like the new ideas which is what he does when he does his research stuff I, but sure. i never gave i never gave elon much thought until this when i was like oh shit okay he's not actively just like not smart cuz there are people you know that are just average intelligence he's totally. actually dumb yes he, 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 is a, he, he is not just dumb. He's a big old liar and a con man who never does anything he promises, but he knows that nobody ever fact checks that because uh, his minions are out there and, and all he has to do is promise and the stock bumps $10 and he never has to follow through because his promises are for things in five years in the future. But he's been doing it long enough now that we've seen him make promises like the self-driving cars would be a technology that works in 2017. Here we are in the year 2023, and it's still running over children. So, eh, well, at least he does some things right. Strikes wherever they attack, GI Joe will fight. There's no turning back. Joe, 
show is there. Sigma Six. Hey, you. No, 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 no. Don't look over here. Keep your eyes on the road. Got something for you. Take a listen to this. In the newest Pokemon, they have Score Bunny, which is a starter. What? Yes. Score Score Bunny. So it's it's a Fire Bunny that plays soccer. He kicks balls. He scores. Great. Score like Scorch, I think. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like goal. Like Score Bunny. <laughs> Rad. There's Score Bunny who uses his mad soccer skills to steal, I think like donuts or something like that. How does he use his soccer skills to steal donuts? He kicks it. Oh, yummy. The best part is though, Scorebunny wants to go and follow Ash and go on big adventures. But oh my Ash god, is like, Ash is still the main character of the f anime? Yes, where have you been? Yeah, so Ash is like, I'm getting on the train, I'm leaving, Scorebunny. And Scorebunny's is it like- Is because he's 80 years old? That's why he sounds like that? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing makes donuts taste better than a foot coming in contact with them. <laughs> If you like what you heard and love co-op with your friends, check out Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.